because um, for a second I was like, are you kidding me? Do we record this podcast when I'm supposed to be watching <laughs> oh, no. Now you're going to be like pumped up on 911 juice. <laughs> yeah, now I'm going to be I will I will have just watched it and come <laughs> into the podcast. All right, welcome to Pajiba, the Pajiba Television Podcast. I'm Pajiba contributor Dan Hamamura, and with me are deputy editor Tori Preston. Hello. And the Pajiba Padre, Dustin Rolls. Hello, Dan. <laughs> padre as in father, not as in priest. Right. Uh, I just want to make it clear, because you, you bur- you, you, the website is your child, is what I'm saying. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you get it. And you he doesn't it. make us yes. worship him. We do no. that voluntarily. Yeah, that's just that's just a side effect of, uh, of working uh, on the and site. I appreciate you pronouncing my last name incorrectly, but uh, correctly, but your own incorrectly. Uh, my name is really hard. There's lots of vowels. You gotta. You can trip over it if you, uh, you know, if you if you speak too quickly. Um, this is actually the first episode of Podjiba. So, uh, I don't know, I just wanted to say briefly what this show's about, which, if you haven't figured out yet, we're just going to talk about TV, mostly. Um, I don't know, maybe we'll branch into other topics someday, but this is kind of, the the founding principle was just we wanted a place to talk about TV, and uh, we'll play some games, which we make up every week, and hopefully everyone (laughs) will have a good time. And, uh, I don't know, since it's the first show, do you guys have anything you want to get off your chest, or like hopes and dreams for what this becomes, or... I am drinking middle sister wine tonight. <laughs> oh, that's right. We needed to know what Dustin's drinking. The um, inscription. Wait, wait. So it's like a middle sister, and then it has like a like a I don't know a woman that looks like a who? What's the woman in uh, Devil Wears Prada? What's her name? Meryl Streep's character. Oh, the not Anna Wintour character. Right. So it looks like her, only like a poor version of her. <laughs> And then it says, life, all the things we have to do between coffee and wine time. Wow. Middle sister. Uh, they're not a sponsor of the podcast, by the way, so I might have to mute all of that, but, uh, but we'll see. Tori, do you have any, anything you want to, uh, you want to um, say? Yeah, I just want to know what time the train will be going by. Oh, that's I a don't good know. question. One just went by, so I don't know. Oh, it might be. We might miss it. Um, <sighs> For, since this is the first episode, you should know there's always a train that goes by uh, in uh, by Dustin's place, and uh, we just we we always want to hear it because the train is it's an opportunity for us to reflect upon what we've done over the course of the night. <laughs> we think about you know the, the the train signifying traveling across the country and thinking about you know what uh, going going down the coast in the night uh, and just reflecting on what what your life is and. And uh, and where you're headed and where you've been and also when is it time to to get off? Not 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 get off life. Get off the train. <laughs> just, I mean, just there get... are a lot of ways you can interpret that. No, uh... I I mean I mean literally off the train, and what town you know where you should sleep. Don't don't let's not. That, that's not a. Maybe I should cut all of that. Anyway, for me it just uh, kicks up dust. Yeah. Um, so it means different things to different people. Is the point? Sure. Uh, so. <laughs> This is our first show, as you can tell, but uh, this is fine start. <laughs> but this is also uh, this is also our fall network preview. So basically, we want to start with uh, this first topic, which is Dustin. 
Are you disappointed that Manifest is not back until the spring? <laughs> <laughs> I am, because then I could get it over with until next year. <laughs> it's, a, it's a treat you get to have next year. I'm really curious to see if they made any changes or hired any new writers or did anything that might make the worst show on television marginally better. I bet they didn't. I bet bet so too. But don't worry, Dustin, you've got Riverdale coming on and we know how much you love covering that. They're doing like a secret history thing on Riverdale. Really? Which Riverdale would be a great 10 episode series but every season is 22 episodes so it just goes on and on and on (laughs) oh man well have you guys seen the previews for the other cw show uh nancy drew oh i didn't didn't watch the preview of that no so i was really i i was curious how they were going to handle this because it's uh i think it's josh schwartz making the show so it's you know the oc and and mm-hmm. you know all of his shows right so i watched the preview and it is like the most cw thing to ever cw <laughs> it's it, it is looks... it the same nancy drew that they did not pick up on cbs i it can't be. No, I think they, I'm pretty sure they uh, they commissioned a it? new script, yeah. It's okay. gotta be. I mean, it, it literally is Veronica Mars, only like with <laughs> oh. ghosts, but with like maybe ghosts. Like, A, it, it has nothing to do with the books. And I don't even mean like, oh, it's updated. I mean, like, it looks like someone read a book 20 years ago, <laughs> forgot what Nancy Drew is, <laughs> and made Veronica Mars, <laughs> but with ghosts. <laughs> And I'm really, I think so. So it, it, there's definitely like, I'm sure it'll all be like Scooby-Doo'd out where it's like, oh, it's just a guy in a mask, but there's definitely a supernatural element to it. Like it might be an urban legend hunting people in a small coastal town. Uh, Well, see, they, they introduce a lot of those elements into Riverdale too, but they never pay them off. Well, that's probably that's why I'm saying this is it, right, it's yeah. very much in the vein of of I think and and Riverdale it it looks a lot like Riverdale it's got the kind of color scheme <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. as in like every scene is lit with colors like lamps that don't make sense <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know this is a blue scene <laughs> the CW basically has two shows like the Flash and Riverdale and then like variations of those two shows yeah well. Nancy Drew is going to be a new one. That's exactly <laughs> like all the others, and I'm ready. <laughs> it sounds like you're excited for it. I, I mean, look, <laughs> I'm not on this podcast for my taste. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm kind of excited for it. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, what uh, what shows are you guys excited about? Um, either either new shows like Nancy Drew or returning shows, returning favorites that you you can't wait to get started. I know at least one that you guys are both excited about, but uh, I'll let you. Uh, new uh, Amsterdam, right? That's what you were thinking of. <laughs> That's absolutely what I was thinking. Was New Amsterdam, <laughs> which is I'm not really the old New Amsterdam. What? Which is no, not, it's the, not old, the old. Right. Yeah. It's not old New Amsterdam. It's it's new New Amsterdam, which is returning from right. last year. But okay. there's a big cliffhanger it has resolved. Like there was three characters, in, including uh, Freema from Doctor Who. Uh, and and they're, like the fates of the three characters are, one of them is going to die. But it won't and be Freema, right? Probably not. It will probably be the recurring character that's barely on there. But they oh, want to yeah. try to, you know 
create suspense. Right. Oh, but I'm weirdly excited about that. <laughs> There's like a certain type of, and New Amsterdam is very much like 911. It's just like sort of like comfort network television. That uh-huh. and uh, The Rookie. I, oh yeah, you love the rookie. I do, I do. And Nathan Fillion, you know what are you gonna do? So when you say like comfort network TV, what do you what is that? What do you mean? Like, can you describe it or like how it either what it feels like or just what you I don't know how you watch it even if it's like is it in the background or are you watching kind of intently? No, no, I totally watch them intently. Um, mm-hmm. But I watch them while lying down. <laughs> 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 but in a way that you don't feel like I don't know, like you. Uh, they're very easy to watch. You don't, mm-hmm. you're not like collecting notes while you're mm-hmm. watching them. You're just like enjoying them passively, but actively watching them. Yeah. I, the best description I ever heard was like TV shows to fold laundry to. Yeah. Like you want to watch it, but you can be accomplishing other things while you're doing it. It's right. not taking up all of your mental capacities. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, but New I'm, Amsterdam has that This Is Us quality too. So at the end of every episode, you cry. Oh, okay. I've clearly seen every episode of New Amsterdam because <laughs> I, I knew that beforehand <laughs> coming into this. Um, you know what show I never cry during? 911. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I've had to pause it and leave the room because I was gagging. <laughs> that was the season finale last season. Last year. Um, so I'm really ready for that I, show to come back. I hope it's even more disgusting. There were like bugs in the, somebody, there were bugs inside somebody in the Yeah, in, in her face, in her skin. It was oh, like a bot fly yeah. thing. It was amazing. I it was the, hands down the most <laughs> disgusting thing I've ever seen on TV. Okay, so despite the fact that I know that both of you love 911, um, <laughs> this, is, this is actually a show, I, I, I'm legitimately, legitimately asking this question. Because uh, I've never watched it, so like, what's your what's the pitch to me as like uninformed viewer who wants to get into it? But like, what's the uh, why should I watch it? There other was a than shark. Bugs? There was a shark on the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> and there was a, there was one where a guy had a six. Okay, so the whole premise of the show is. Like, ignore the characters. Um, <laughs> like, number one, ignore the characters. Number two, okay. they take, the writers take all these, like, sort of like how uh, uh, Law and Order was, like, ripped from the headlines. Right. So this is, like, the downgraded version of that. It's ripped from viral <laughs> internet. Yeah. It's, okay. like, random YouTube videos or tweets or just stories that blow up because they're dumb and insane uh-huh. um it's it's the florida man of tv shows yes so oh, that's a really good description like is. i can kind of picture it right so but it's brian like, murphy does it but it's okay. right so, yeah he produces it and it's tim minear is the uh-huh. showrunner. Yeah, yeah. so it's great and and it has angela bassett being like mm-hmm. entirely too good for the show um <laughs> And so anyway, so, you know, it's it's first responders responding to these cases that are based on these actual things that have happened in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but the show makes them even crazier and tries to string them together into a plot. OK, so there was like a guy who had a, a six foot tapeworm coming mm-hmm. out of oh, his butthole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> there was there was a bunch of women who went into labor during a yoga class, which is my personal nightmare, because have you ever been in a yoga class with a pregnant woman? Um, it's uncomfortable to watch. 
And yeah, no, the show was amazing. And then there's, you know, like the characters like fall in love or like have issues or whatever. But but that's uh, not the important part of the show. No, no, it's okay. it's, it's, it's the honestly most that's important, the filler. But like, they're pretty good characters, all things considered. <laughs> yeah. By the second season, like I had a whole thing about one of the characters played by Kenneth Choi, um, uh-huh. uh, oh, Chim. Fantastic. Yeah, so they so in the first season he got a piece of rebar through his skull. And, oh my god! And, and survived. <laughs> and then the second season had like a multi-episode arc where you think he might be dying, and I was like, you can't have him survive rebar only to get killed. So like I have I have a very at this point I'm very invested in his survival, not even his happiness. I just need him to not die. Okay. <laughs> Um, so I I have a particular fondness for Krause, and I heard him on a podcast maybe two weeks ago where he said like his best television friends ever were Josh Molina and Josh Charles, and now I love him even more because I just want to hang out with those like dad guys. Because you just want to hang out with them and ask them about sports night? Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, they're such dad guys. I know, totally. You should get them on your, um, what is it, a football fantasy <laughs> you should. We can kick some guys off. I'm sure that they definitely want to join a fantasy football league with a bunch of random people they've never met. Why not? That's how you make friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, Dan, what are you excited about? What am I excited about? Thank you for asking. Uh, I, obviously, the Good Place. Um, it's it's my favorite network TV show. It's my favorite uh, one of my favorite comedies right now, if not my favorite. Um, I'm very sad that this is the final season, but I'm glad that they are going out on their own terms and that they have, you know, they have some kind of plan for what the end game is. Uh, that's, that's definitely the, the most, um, yeah, that's definitely the show I'm the most excited about. Uh, I'm also just, I'll just, I'm just going to go through my list real quick. (laughs) Okay. I have a couple other just like new shows. Um, Emergence. Actually, two ABC shows, Emergence and Stumptown. I'm excited for both of those. Uh, Emergence because it's from Michelle Fazekas and Tara Butters, who they created Reaper. They created Kevin Probably Saves the World. They've been on, they were on Agent Carter. They've been on a ton of shows. Um, They're, you know, really great seasoned writers. And they tend to, they normally tend to lean more towards comedy. But Emergence is definitely a darker show for them. Um it's uh, comedy, I don't know. But it's like poignant comedy, right? Right. But but emergence is much more of like a mystery box. Um, I don't know how much you know about it, but the the gist of it is uh, Alison Tolman plays a uh, a small town sheriff, I think, who um, like basically finds this child, and the child has like some kind of powers. It's like psychic powers or things like that, and uh, the ch- the kid is being hunted by probably shadowy government figures and so it becomes this conspiracy and it's her trying to protect this child um but uh but i i'm i'm excited about both the mystery setup and and uh that mystery setup being executed by uh by these creators specifically what Um, you're saying is it will be a good show that will be canceled (laughs) (laughs) i mean hopefully hopefully not it was already it's already survived one death because they actually developed it for NBC, and NBC passed, and then ABC picked it up. Ooh. So maybe, maybe they've already gotten past their uh, their cancellation with that. I'm hoping, but you know, who knows? Uh, I like but, Allison Tolman. 
Yeah. yeah. That was um, honestly when I read when I heard about the show, I saw her name and I like I just stopped reading. I was like, that's enough. I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> like you just gave me more reason to be excited, but yeah, I'm just happy she has a show. Yeah. Um so that I'm definitely excited about and then uh Stumptown, which is the uh it's a PI show. It's based on a graphic novel which I haven't read, but I don't know, it's probably me good. Either. Yeah, it's on Owen um, Press. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's, uh, it's it's fundamentally it's a PI show set in Portland, uh, but Kobe Smulders is the lead. I'm excited to see if she can carry a show because um, I think this is her. This is really the first time she's like a proper lead, right? Yeah, I think so. I think um, so. So it's her. Jake Johnson's in it. Michael Ely's in it. Cameron Manheim. Michael so they have a really Ely. good cast. Oh my god, that man's eyes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Right, you just you just see his eyes, and you just kind of you just kind of wanna you, you just wanna back away wanna... slowly. They're, no, they're insane. They're like <laughs> he's like the <laughs> handsomest man alive. I don't know. Tori I a, disagrees. I, no, it's not that he's not handsome. There are certain sets of eyes that they look. They're sleepy eyes. But which no, are it's like, not sleepy. It's like the, it's a certain paleness because it's also the thing with Killian Murphy, where I'm like the package oh, yeah. is handsome. The eyes look like a killer. Well, that's <laughs> sort of like of a appeal. dead fish. Like there's just, and I'm not saying that's that's not like a detraction. <laughs> like, it's actually part of the appeal, <laughs> but unsettling. I fell in love with uh, Michael Ely on a show called Sleeper Cell. Like, oh, I love Sleeper Cell. You remember that? Yeah. yeah, I remember that. It was so good, and it was way before its time because it mm-hmm. like. It was like a post 9-11 show which, in which the Muslims were the sympathetic characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, but it was like in 2005, so it wasn't ready. We weren't ready for that. Yeah. Yet. I remember the, the first season arc, they had a great arc about like this teenager who was um, like basically was a good kid, but they were like, because they're profiling him, they basically turned him into a murderer. Um, and uh, I just remember watching that back then and being like, oh, wow, that's really sad we're the we're the bad guys maybe yeah um that would go over uh, really well now but not, not then uh what what other shows are you guys excited about before wait we, wait before there was a get... really interesting oh. casting like recasting on Stumptown that i was fascinated with for uh, a couple of weeks oh there was i didn't know that what yeah, yeah. what what was it jake johnson was not originally in it he was it was a guy named mark weber who's like an indie guy oh uh-huh and he, uh, Mark Weber was recast because, as he said on Twitter, that created like a two-day controversy. He wasn't attractive enough. Which is crazy because he's, he's cute. He and, is. And, and so the attractive version of him is Jake Johnson. I guess. Okay. I think they just wanted a guy who was more popular. Right. Yeah. Like, I get that because Jake Johnson, you, you, you um, I mean, it, it sucks for Mark Weber, uh, but... But Jake Johnson, he, he obviously was on New Girl for a long time, and people know him, and um, like you see him, and you rec- even if you don't know who he is, you probably recognize him. Right. Um, well, and you definitely just heard his voice in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, right, and right. yeah, he's, yeah, <laughs> recognizable. And Mark Webber is most popular for being Teresa Palmer's husband. Um, he was also in Scott Pilgrim. He was. But so was <laughs> Wait, who was he in Scott Pilgrim? <laughs> um... He was one of the bandmates. The not Allison Pill bandmate. 
<laughs> I feel like Scott Pilgrim is like the band of brothers of movies. Like everybody was Everybody's in, in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah so it's meaningless to movie. say they were in that. <laughs> uh, can I say, as an aside, uh, my the last time I watched Scott Pilgrim, it was my sister and my nephew were visiting me for the weekend. Um, and he is... Uh, how old? He... Well, he was he was eleven. He 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 just turned twelve a little while ago. But he was eleven, and my sister and I we were just like, oh, we should like just like watch a movie because we can chill out. And we're like, what's a movie that's appropriate? And we're like, oh, Scott Pilgrim. That's funny, right? It's not that it's not that bad. And um and and we show it to him, and then it it was mostly fine. And then yeah. he had to apologize to his parents. No, no, no. Well, I mean, I mean, my sister picked it, so whatever. Uh, okay. Um, or we agreed on it, but. There was a point, there's there's stuff where it's not, like, racy, obviously, or that racy, but, like, for an 11-year-old, it might be kind of racy. Um, like the, I don't know, them making out, and I think she's, like, in her bra at some point. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just remember that coming up and my sister and I looking at each other and being like, oh, maybe we should have picked a different movie. But it's too late now. <laughs> We're watching this. Uh, and then it just becomes a video game, and it's fine. Yeah. So are there any bad shows that you're looking forward to? That like look terrible, but you want to watch them anyway. Um, have you heard about Nancy Drew? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, wait. Actually, uh, this is a proper network show. Uh, Evil. Did you guys? Oh, check oh it? okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm not saying it looks bad because I actually mm. am. Whatever. I my I have no meter for this stuff, so I'm probably uh-huh. gonna love oh, it. Always gonna but... be bad. <laughs> Dustin, I know it will be. So here's the problem. I'm. I'm totally ready to watch it. It has the worst posters I've ever <laughs> seen for a TV show. And I know that's maybe like not the point. Because right. um, I finally watched the trailer and I was like, I mean, this doesn't look so bad. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of dumb. It's like a criminal psychologist and a priest partner mm-hmm. up to figure out if oh, people those... are possessed or, or just murderers. Right. Oh, I'm seeing those posters now. Wow. They're bad. The Mike Coulter <laughs> so one. I'm bad. like, cause it, it, it like, it conveys nothing. It's just shots of the characters looking up into something that is casting a beautific light on their faces. <laughs> it's very CBS. It's super. Yeah. Like convey nothing and uh, offend no one. Right. So Dustin, what, what makes you think it's going to be bad? I'm just curious because I have a, oh. I, I have an, I have a different opinion. But I want to know. Because it's on CBS, I assume it's going to be bad. But the show that I'm most looking forward to that also looks terrible is also on CBS. And it's The Unicorn. But it's only because Walton Goggins is single dadding it. Walton Goggins can do no wrong. The main picture is him getting licked by a dog. And I was like, this is so many people's kinks. (laughs) (laughs) That that show is going to run for seven seasons. Walton Goggins is going to be like make a billions of dollars and it's going to be terrible. All right. And I'm going to watch it every week. All right. I have, I have, this is good. This is good. Cause now we finally have conflict on this podcast. <laughs> um, so first of all, evil. Um, so I read the script. The script is good. Um, or yes. I, 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 I liked yes. it. Yeah. Um, it's Michelle and Robert King who did the good wife and the good oh, fight. Oh wait, you didn't say that. I, I'm sorry. I well, didn't you, know that because I don't watch you, those shows. You know, some of us could do some research. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Saying. Those are like uh, two of my fa- they're like my favorite shows. Yeah. So, but the the script is good. Um, the lead is Katja Herbers, who was Emily on uh, season two of Westworld. Uh, oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I when I saw her, that's the only thing I know her from. But watching her on Westworld, I was like, I don't know who that is, but she's compelling to me. So, like, I I want to watch her. Uh, you have Mike Coulter, uh, Asif Manvi, Michael mm-hmm. Emerson. 
Um, yeah, the so cast I don't, is that's great. Actually, it's, the cast is great. The, the, you know, the writers have a good track record. Um, Super good. But, I, so, but this is not on CBS All Access. It's on the real CBS. It's on proper CBS. Yeah. Also, can we just talk about the fact that CBS is putting on a show called Just Evil? <laughs> <laughs> like, that was the most baffling part to me. Because it just, it seems like, I mean, yeah, it's a one word, very simple concept. But it's also, like, antithetical to anything CBS puts up there. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm kind of hopeful. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm actually excited for it. Because um, Michelle and Robert King, they did the the zombie show that was Brain Dead. Was that Brain Dead? Yeah, that was oh, them. So good. So it'll uh, be like a satire, I'm sure. Uh, and sneaky funny. Hopefully, we'll see. Um, are there any other shows you guys are excited about? Otherwise, we can get to our wait, game. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, no. How did no, no. how did Dustin not? I thought so. I didn't realize the Unicorn was the one that you were the most excited about because I thought it was Prodigal Son. No, no, I was most excited. About, what, what, what is going on in Prodigal Son? That's the one where Michael Sheen is the serial killer. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. No, that looks terrible. I I saw like the four minute trailer. It looks so bad. I I thought you were actually excited about. It. Like excited, excited. <laughs> um, all right. Well, can I tell you one show that? Um, so this one's a bit of a cheat. Because it's it's premiering in the U.S. It's already there are a couple shows that are coming over from the U.K. I think they were both BBC shows. Okay. Um, one of them is Catherine the Great. It's a miniseries starring Helen Mirren that's going to be on HBO. But the other one, and I'm this is why I'm bringing it up because it's on Sundance, which never promotes their stuff. So like chances are none of you are ever going to hear about it. <laughs> um, so it's called The Cry. So I think it's only four episodes. Uh, BBC show. It stars Jenna Coleman who is in Victoria so, and, and Doctor Who. Here's mm-hmm. the thing, and I don't want to spoil it, but I, I made the mistake of looking it up on Wikipedia, which has the episode breakdown. So I now know the entire <laughs> plot because it's already aired there. And it is also... It yes, but it also looks like the most disturbing thing I've ever... Like, just reading it, oh I God. was uncomfortable. It's like, <laughs> Jenna so Coleman and disturbing? Yes. So basically, it's this woman who's just gotten married. She has an infant. They fly to Australia and, because I think he has an ex-wife there or something. And somewhere along the way, the, the infant goes missing. So it starts out as a kidnapping case, but it's very much about... Um, the way the press like the way the press get involved because it's like a case that blows up and then uh she starts looking crazy in front of the press and then people think she did it but then but then i've read all the episode breakdowns so i know what the actual resolution is and oh my god you guys (laughs) i'm so upset and i haven't even watched it (laughs) so uh if you want to you know, if you're not going to watch it, go onto Wikipedia and look it up. But mm-hmm. uh, I just wanted to flag that one because God knows if you'll ever hear about it from Sundance. But they're going to air it, um, I don't remember, I think in October. 1023, yeah. There you go. Oh, I'm I have never it. heard of that show, but now I'm glad I have. It's, and... it's only four episodes. The whole time I was <laughs> I was like yelling at my screen reading the, the synopses of the episode. So the synopses generated an emotional reaction yes oh wow. my god i kind of want to read the synopsis now but do it also <laughs> i 
I feel like it's the kind of show, because here's the thing, I watched the trailer and I was like, this is really disturbing. I'm never going to watch it. And then I read the, re- the, the episodes and I was like, oh my God, I'm totally going to watch this. It's only four episodes. Okay, wait, I'm pulling it up. I'm not going to say what, what happens, but I'm, gonna, I'm just going to start reading. <laughs> All right, it, it was okay, like the Wikipedia Des- one? Yeah, Wikipedia. Okay. All right, Dustin, we have to carry the show, Dance. <laughs> yeah, you guys talk amongst, talk amongst yourselves for like Looking for Alaska looks really bad, but, but also again, Josh in, Schwartz. Is that Josh Schwartz? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but it's based on a... Um, John Green. John Green, which I... What? Remember. Oh, I got <laughs> What? <laughs> Wait, 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 what? No, what? I'm not going to look. What the? No, 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 don't look. Somebody has to be surprised by this when they watch it. What? It gets worse. Oh my, wait. Should I have not mentioned this? No, 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 no. I'm glad you did. I'm still going to watch it, but we can't. I mean, this is all staying in. First of all, this is all staying in. Right. But, um... And of course, we're going to get some British listener if we have any British <sighs> listeners that are going to be like, oh, oh I God. saw that last year. <laughs> um, um, oh, yeah, it, it's crazy. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm definitely going to watch it. Look, uh, it, it, this is not this is not this is not the this is technically the, the network TV premiere show. But uh, but go watch The Cry when it comes out on Sundance in October. It will be a premiere. It's a U.S. premiere. Right. I just mean it's we're technically supposed to be stop talking about network TV. Oh, was it only network? Oh, I don't know. That was the that was the premise, but it's fine. I'm we're looking up to see if I have screeners already. <laughs> Dustin, don't read the recap. I want I you to. I, I want you to experience it pure. I and do I'm, have all the screeners. Oh, so I know what I'm doing this weekend. Oh, oh I was going to say next week it's just going to be a live podcast of Dustin watching <laughs> the cry and explaining it to us. It'll be a special double episode. <laughs> uh, okay, are there any other uh, any other shows you guys want to mention or discuss, or that you're excited about, or that you're wondering about before we uh, before we get into our game? Well, now that you said it's network, I guess I can't talk about the second season of Castle Rock. No, you, you can cannot. Talk about even though that looks great, yeah, sure, looks talk great. about it. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't watch it. So I don't um, Lizzie Kaplan playing uh, the Kathy Bates character from Misery. Okay. I, lo- uh, I loved the first season. Was she in the first season? No, she was not. No. It's oh, okay. like a Stephen King mix-up universe anthology series. Okay. So it's inspired by... Stephen inspired King. by his work. His oeuvre. <laughs> so, yeah. So this time she's Annie Wilkes. Uh, I want to watch that. Yeah. And her daughter is played by Elsie um, Fisher, right? From Eighth Grade. Oh, cool. Oh, really? Yeah, she's in oh, this season. I'm so glad she's getting work. And Tim Robbins is in it as, I think, a racist. Um, I think the whole thing with Castle Rock is they're basically casting people who have been in other Stephen King <laughs> movies. And they're like, just show up. Uh, cool. Dustin, any other, any other shows that you're excited about? Or mm. anything you want to mention before we go into our game? Uh, no. Not if we're sticking with network. <laughs> I mean, you can you I can talk about you can talk about other other TV. It's fine. I will I'm spare just... you my ten minutes on The Walking Dead, but it will come. Okay, we'll we'll do a whole thing on The Walking Dead, right? Because it, it's not premiering. Rant? It's not premiering this week, right? No, no, it's October. Okay, cool. So yeah, when we get closer, we'll talk about The Walking Dead. 
he'll get the whole episode just to right. just you, and then me and Tori will just be laughing in the background. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. You're going to have 60 <laughs> seconds at the end of this. Right. So you yeah, could you on. could spend 60 seconds on that. Uh, okay. So our game this week, uh, I thought we it'd be fun to build a night of programming um, because you know there was a time back in the day when your programming block mattered and. Uh, people paid attention to like how you put shows together and what leads into what, and if you're trying to pair like a like a successful hit show to launch a launch a new show, I mean they still do that, but um, yeah, I don't know, I miss those days. So uh, <laughs> so I wanted so I thought we could do that. Uh, so um, I'm hoping that you guys all built a, uh, a three hour like a one night block of TV uh, from any of these network shows. Um, so and then we'll just argue about who's the best, I guess. I don't know. Let's I didn't, see I didn't how really well define the ending. Tori uh, adapts to the uh, network only format. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> it's not network only. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky I don't have any cartoons in it, frankly. I mean, although look, I'm all sitting I... here going, maybe I should change. <laughs> all I know is that you definitely can't use Brooklyn Nine Nine because I would have also used Brooklyn Nine Nine, but. Oh, um, your three hours would have been Brooklyn Nine Nine in the Good Place, just alternating. Yeah, just just <laughs> back. You just you just run them back to back uh, three yeah. times. What's the problem? No, I mean that um, sounds like honestly the perfect block. <laughs> so now mine that we have mine is going to be bad, but I am going to stick with the format. Mine is going to be predictable, and break the format. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, we didn't. I should have probably thought of this beforehand, but. Um, I guess why don't we go through? We'll just go one at a time, I guess, and, sure, and yeah. just yeah. kind of go through our, our blocks. Um, uh, Dustin, do you want to go first? Uh, sure. So I'm going to go with new show. No, no, not new and returning shows that on, are only on network. Right, because you you followed the rules. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to start with Perfect Harmony, even though it looks bad. But I love Bradley Whitford. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good eight o'clock show, though. Okay. You get you get you know. That's the uh, that's the that's a show. Uh, it's NBC. It's a it's a half hour. Bradley Whitford is a retired uh, music professor. Is that right? Yes. And he he becomes the uh, the con- the conductor. Not that's not the right word. The uh, the head of a of like a church church uh, choir. choir. Yeah. With uh, Anne, Anna Anna Camp, Camp is in it. Um, they're, so they're actors who I've definitely seen. It in looks things. like uh, that uh, Richard Dreyfus movie plus uh, Pitch Perfect or something. <laughs> uh, are you talking about uh, Mr. Holland's Opus? Yes, thank you. So it's Mr. Holland's Opus and Pitch Perfect. Yes, and it's gonna. It's not gonna be good, but it's gonna do really well. I think okay. they're putting it on NBC Thursdays. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm okay. gonna go with Mixed Dish. Uh, mostly because if you've seen the trailer for the uh, Blackish spinoff, which is about Bo's parents, Gary Cole is just completely kills it. <laughs> and then uh, I'm going to go with Good Place, which is obvious and everybody's going to have it, except for Tori, who doesn't follow the rules. I <laughs> love the Good Place, though. <laughs> I'm just, well, that's I'm good. Letting, I'm just saying. I'm I do glad have that some you do. Taste. Yeah. And then uh, I guess Unicorn. <laughs> you guess Unicorn. Your most excited show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to be, you know, unique here. Mm-hmm. And it is Walton Goggins who is the greatest 
television actor on TV today. So you're doing two hours of comedy. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I like right. I like two hours of comedy. And then I I was gonna go with Stumptown, but Dan's probably already got that in his. To be <laughs> uh, so I'll I'll just go with New Amsterdam. No, no, no. I'm gonna go with one one million reasons. Is that what it's called? Oh, a uh, million little things. A million little things. <laughs> Yes. Interesting. One million reasons why. No. <laughs> It'll be a million episodes until I you really find do out like a million little things. Mm-hmm. Have you watched that, Dan? Oh yeah, I, I've watched the entire season. I love that show. Oh yeah, yeah it's it's really good. Yeah. Um, it might be in my block. Oh, <laughs> it's oh, a possibility. I, I don't know. All right. <laughs> Let's go to Tori. Oh, right, yeah, Tori. What do you got? <laughs> Um, well, obviously, uh, my block needs an anchor, and right. there's only one anchor that matters this year, and that is the final season of Supernatural. Uh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Um, I'm sure you're all very excited. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear God is the bad guy, um, and I'm sure that the Winchester brothers will, I don't know, like shoot him or something. It'll be great. <laughs> Is that how they dispatch of supernatural bad guys? There are multiple very special supernatural guns in the show Supernatural. Um, I mean, makes sense. Yeah, it's great. And actually, last season, God made one of them, but it was all a lie because God is a writer and writers lie. Um, That was the finale. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So anyway, I'm very excited about Supernatural. And then... Tori, wait, before you go on, uh, have you watched Supernatural from the beginning or did you like jump in at some point and then catch up? So I jumped in my, my, so my history with Supernatural is, is long and winding, um, just like the, the path that the show has taken. No, I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't start watching it from the beginning, but I randomly, I, so I, I worked at um, a lot of different kind of media companies, and one of them was a, a part of Time Warner and dealt with uh, the online store that handled CW stuff. So I ended up getting Supernatural merch before I ever watched the show. <laughs> like, I still have two giant Supernatural mugs that are, like, my favorite coffee mugs. Um, and I, I was drinking out of them before I watched the show. I just really like the mugs. Um, yeah. And I, I, I got the first season on DVD randomly. And then one weekend, I smoked enough weed that I put in the disc. And I binged the entire season. And then I found the rest of it on Netflix. And How many uh, seasons are there? Tori? This is, I think, the four. No, the 15? 14 or 15, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So more or as much as It's Always Sunny? Well, yeah. But also they do more episodes, right? They do more episodes. Yes. Wow, um, that's, that's a lot of filler. Yeah. Because I think CW, they probably do. CW tends to do like 18 episodes a year. Yeah, and in the early seasons, they were up to like 22. Oh, wow. Yeah, because they didn't really do the, like, long mid-season break as much back then. So, yeah, no, Supernatural's wonderful. Um, it's great, too, because you really see, like, the, when the actors started. I mean, they were very much, it was it was CW kind of making, you know, Buffy had just gone off the air, and it was like, okay, we need to keep those kids around. What do kids like more than an ass-kicking chick? two hot dudes you know and so they they bring in these two hot actors and now those actors have gotten married 40 right yeah they have kids like one of them is married to a girl who played a demon on the show like yeah it's great it's been a long ride it's been a oh yeah it has it's had jeffrey dean morgan so i don't hate it and they've even done uh they had the hammer bat 
from Walking Dead in it as a nod. Did? Yeah. Really? That's not going to convince me to watch now, 15 seasons. Now Dustin's you should. <laughs> I think it was it the episode where they brought him. No, there was just one where they like as a nod to The Walking Dead. They're rooting through all of their like weapons in the boot of their car, and they pull out the, they pull out the, ha- the the bat. Oh, that's fantastic! It's great. That's yeah, awesome. they love Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Um, all right, okay, so Supernatural so, is your anchor to open right. your night. And then and I then... foolishly thought that we had to kind of, you know, I'm, I'm thinking what's going to keep viewers in. You know, you got to have a theme going. No, no, that's um, smart. So my next show was going to be Nancy Drew. <laughs> but now, <laughs> now that I've heard that evil might actually be good, I'm switching it to evil so I can actually have, like, another proper oh, network smart. show. Oh, interesting. Okay. So uh, evil, keep the mm-hmm. Supernatural going. Um, and then my final one is not a network show, <laughs> but it is a premiere. Um, I'm going with Creep Show on Shudder because that That's is a, one of the so shows I, I'm genuinely looking forward to. I love the original Creep Show, but also I don't know what Shudder is. Um, it's like a streaming service. I literally today just subscribed to it through Amazon Prime. It's a streaming service that, that they focus on, uh, on horror programming. Right. Oh, yeah. but is it's what, like owned five by bucks one of the studios? Yeah, it's it's four ninety nine. It's definitely owned by somebody. Yeah, um, yeah, they're not like their own thing. Um, but yeah, they do. They do. They show like they have a library of horror movies, and they'll do. They have some. Uh, <clears throat> I know some people who've made like original kind of like reality shows or like um, docudrama, like horror kind of docudrama shows for them. Um, yeah. And they're starting to do more, yeah, like original stuff. And the whole thing with this show is it's based on a lot of short stories, including stuff from like Stephen King and Joe Hill. Um, but one of the main producers is Greg Nicotero from oh, Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. So, um, yeah, and the the actors they've got, this se- at least during the first season, I think it's like, gosh, um, David Arquette. Uh, yeah. Tobin Bell from the Jigsaw, like yeah, the yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeffrey Coombs, Kid Cuddy, Bruce Davison, Giancarlo Esposito, um, Trisha Helfer, and uh, DJ Qualls from Supernatural. Oh yeah, <laughs> so I'm very. That's excited. what he's known for, Supernatural. That's, right. Yes. <laughs> and then I would have a fourth hour, but I, I will spare you. What would be your fourth hour? Just if you instead of instead of the news. What, what, what would what my you, fourth hour be? Yeah. Well, my fourth hour would basically be um, Adult Swim because I would I would switch over to watch to end my <laughs> night on cartoons and I would watch the fourth season premiere of Rick and Morty. Yeah, and then I would go into the new Jendi uh, Tartakovsky. I'm probably mispronouncing his name, but he's got a new cartoon. He's the guy who did Samurai Jack. Oh, this is the really like it looks kind of violent. And yeah. Dinosaur. It's called. Or something. It's called Primal, and it actually, of all the trailers I watched to prep for this, it is the just as a trailer. I hope the show lives up to it because it is a fantastic trailer. It's the cartoon. It's like a caveman, and he's riding a dinosaur, and there's no talking, and it's a <laughs> bunch of animals biting each other and screaming, and that's the whole trailer. And it is hands down like the best trailer I've seen <laughs> in a long time. <laughs> So um, I believe every every night should end on cartoons. I mean that sounds great Thank and you. terrifying, um, but uh, cool. All right, um, 
my uh, my block, I stuck to network television because. But I mean, I made up the rules, so you know. Um, so I open with uh, an hour of comedy. Uh, I actually have the unicorn opening the night. All right. Because, uh, uh, despite what Dustin says, unicorns going to be great. Uh, Walton Goggins <laughs> can do no wrong. Uh, okay. Rob Cordry, Rob Cordry is great. Uh, Including Michaela, Mc- how I met your mother. Have you ever known a CBS sitcom to be good? Um, <laughs> and how I met your mother is debatable given the end. Life in Pieces is okay. That uh, was good for two seasons. So, yeah, so that's fine. Um, okay, fine. <laughs> uh, the class was really good and only lasted one season, uh, uh, but it was a uh, yeah, it was a good sitcom you should have watched it um uh we'll talk about the ending to high metro mother another time i don't think i missed that but you know well, we don't have time for me to get into that right now <laughs> um uh you know you know which one i liked uh was um oh shoot what was it called uh it was the one with um Jane Lynch and uh, Maggie Lawson, and Jane Lynch is a is a is an angel, maybe, or what? she's a crazy person. Um, it was about four years ago. Angel from Tori, hell? do you know what I'm? Angel from I remember hell. a Maggie Lawson softball show. Or no, something? no, that's that's uh, back in the game, which was on ABC, and that's not oh, the yeah. show I'm talking about. No. Uh, yeah, uh, Angel from Hell. Um, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't like spectacular, but I enjoyed it. Um, so, so Maggie Lawson was trying to get away from Psych long before Back in the Game. Uh, this is after Back in the Game. Oh, it was after. Oh, yeah. Jesus, Psych has been off a long time then. <laughs> yeah, but they they were making movies. They have a new, another movie coming back this year. We'll talk about that later when we get closer to it. <laughs> uh, so so the Unicorn opens my night. Uh, uh, again, Walton Goggins can't do is amazing michaela sure. watkins i love michaela watkins oh my god um, she's in that too oh my oh, god of course yeah <laughs> you it's, just got great name and just stopped there <laughs> you stopped you? reading <laughs> uh and then that's that leads into the good place the final season obviously they have to be in my block um but that's it for me for comedy um and then my next hour so it's not going up against your use of it dustin but million little things i'm putting in my nine o'clock really hour. yeah all right no, I love that show. And I mean, that going back to That is crazy that other people I love, love the show. I love James Roday. Um, I mean, that whole cast. Uh, uh, also, shoot, the woman her? on there that looks just like Maggie Lawson. Um, Allison. Uh, oh, I'm forgetting her name. Um, I don't remember her name, but her character name is Maggie, which you're I talking think about is the, You're talking about the James, James Roday's girlfriend. Love interest, right? Yeah. Right. Um, I think that she was. Us. She was on uh, Go On on NBC which is a show that I really liked and thought deserved a better fate. You deserve It Should Have Gone On. It Should Have Gone On. <laughs> Thanks, Tori. You're welcome. Uh, I'm, I'm ashamed both <laughs> that you made that joke and also that I didn't make that joke. I know. Um, so there are two levels of shame there. No, a million little things. I thought they did a really great job last year uh, getting to care about everybody. Uh they handled the season mystery well, especially once they kind of got away from it, but like let it play out in the background a little right, bit. Right. Um, and I mean, that cast is great. So, um, so, so yeah, um, I'm excited to see what they do for season two and my 10 o'clock show. I'm a little torn because 
I had two. This is the show. This is the spot I had two options for, and Dustin said he wasn't going to use Stumptown because he thought I was going to use Stumptown, but I don't think I'm going to use Stumptown uh-huh. because my my actual pick here was Emergence. Um, it's a little bit darker. I feel like that's a good uh, show to end the night with. Um, again, I'm just really excited about it, and uh, and so yeah, I mean, you're, we've already I've already talked about why I like it, so. Um, so that's my, that's my block. And then 11 o'clock is, uh, go to sleep. I would like to note here, Dan, that you're like one of the few people that still appreciates network television. And I, and I do as well. There's still something to be said for network television. There is. And it's, I mean, there, I think the, the things that I appreciate about it, just from my point of view, one is that if you're doing a network show, especially if you have a full season order, so you're doing 22 to 24 episodes, that's kind of impossible. Like, it's almost impossible for that to be good. Yeah. Because you don't have enough time to really, like, every show that we love, um, you know, so, like, just as an example, the shows we're watching now, like Succession or, uh, you know, Game of Thrones or um, basically any cable show that that you love, they almost definitely had the opportunity to write either all of the season or most of the season before they started filming. So they had, t- they had enough time to like deal with all of the issues and work it all out versus on a network show. You're, you're just like, you're just like fixing it on the fly. And it's, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's impressive when it's even like pretty good. Um, and you know, tone, I get also tonally it's different. Um, it's, you know, a good version of a network show a lot of times is like a laundry folding show, like like you described. Uh, but you know, when it's good, it's really good, and it's um, and you know, for better or worse, they also get to spend more money, so yeah. uh, right. so it can look really good. You know, they can make it, they can still reach kind of a level of uh, of shine that you don't necessarily get even on a really good uh, cable show outside of like HBO. Well, and even, even I mean, what you're talking about, The Good Place and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, those are half-season shows. They are proper right. network sitcoms that don't have to fill that whole order. Right. You know, so they're able to, they kind of get to balance both worlds. Right. They get uh, to kind of have the, the cable model, but still get to play within the, the restrictions of network, which, um, I don't know, it's also, I think there's also fun in that, like, yeah. Um, like part of the fun of the good place, it, like, is that they, you know, because it's a network show, they can't swear, they can't do, so they have to find workarounds and things that are funny, and it forces them to be creative and it forces them to come up with solutions that are then, you know, funnier than what would have happened if they could do whatever they wanted. Absolutely. Um, um I mean, all I, right, so, I love nine one one. <laughs> they don't swear, but there are worms coming out of people's butts. That's true. That is I, true. I'm surprised that that's a network that you can do that on network. Well, I guess it's it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that neither of you put nine one one in your in your blocks. I man, I don't. I assumed you were going to. It didn't go with supernatural, and I wasn't not going to use supernatural. <laughs> You don't want to go from the extremes of uh, of genre storytelling to the extremes of procedural storytelling. <laughs> Your night could just be about extremes. I mean, every week is extreme. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> that's all I watch. Yeah, I feel bad because I don't want. I don't know. I'm excited about Emergence. You've got me turned around on some of the shows that I kind of 
wasn't as stoked about. You've made some good. <laughs> Network cases. television is very comfortable. It's. I yeah. mean, I like to watch premium, you know, HBO, Showtime, whatever, on Sunday nights. But then after that, it's nice to have the week where you're just watching comfortable television. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and, and I, look. We, I mean, we talked about the shows that we were excited about, but there are a lot of network shows that we haven't even touched on. Oh, yeah, like most of the network Like shows. most of them. I mean, there's the California <laughs> Bluff one. City Law. Oh, yeah. Well, that one, so so Mike Holder's on Evil, but then you've got All Rise, which has Simone Missick, who's, mm-hmm. you know, Misty Knight. Um, you've got, yeah, Bluff City Law with Jimmy Smits. You've got uh, Carol's Second Act. With Patricia Heaton and Kyle McLaughlin. Oh, God. God. Uh, Sunnyside, which is the Cal Penn mm-hmm. sitcom. That's okay. Yeah. Um, no, there's a, I mean, there's a lot. Bar, Bob Hart's Abishola. Yeah, this week is my mm-hmm. favorite week of the year. Because <laughs> it's just it's like, like Christmas. Right. And it's, it's like every show, it's like the start of your fantasy football season, Dustin. Right. Since Tori doesn't understand, I'll, I'll I'll explain it in this way. Like, because this this is something that will make sense to you. Um, at the start of your fantasy football season, everything is great because everything could go right, and ev- and you could enjoy. So, in the context of shows, every show could be good, and you could just be have an abundance of riches of shows that are that are enjoyable and fun that you can't wait to watch every week. And then about two weeks in, you're like, "This is terrible. What happened? Right. Um, I've made a horrible mistake." Uh, we also haven't talked about the shows that are returning that I didn't even know existed. Oh, yeah. What are some of those? Uh, Seal Team. Nope. Never heard of it. Uh, that's the David Boreanaz show. It's going into its what? third season. Yeah. Get yeah. out of here. <laughs> yeah. I was shocked. I do this for a living. <laughs> um, oh, also, this one, this one sounds actually might be up all of our alley. Almost Family. This one's actually a new show. Um, I that, oh, that's a new family. Okay. Yeah, so that's not returning. That's a new one. But yeah, it's it's based on like the stories about the, you know, the the fertility doctor who just uses his sperm for all of the... Oh, that one. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's like a dude who ends up with like a ton of kids. Right. But in this case, it's about one, like his actual daughter finding out that she's got a bunch of siblings. And right, the like, right, right. dirtbag dad, I think, is Timothy Hutton. Um, appropriate yeah i do remember that one sounding interesting i don't i don't know uh i think it had a different name before i don't remember what it was yeah it was like sisters or something like that i think it's based on like an australian show or it's based on Mm -hmm. another show from some other country yeah um Um, but but yeah there's a but i mean it's exciting there's a lot of shows coming back um i don't know uh all right how do we i don't know how we decide who won is there a is there a do we fight it out, or do we just say we'll decide later, or do we just say we're just going to make Dustin uh, rant for sixty seconds? Why is it me? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> because, well, because, well, okay. My reasoning would be that there's between Dan and I, we have two thirds of a shot of winning, and either right. of us would pick you to rant. Right. That's so. True. <laughs> uh, well, that's fair. Yeah. I would also say that you know if we were voting on. Look, I mean, this is a our, our votes on who wins the game. It's it's a democracy, and uh, nobody is working with anybody else. But uh, if if uh, if Tori and I were choosing who who's gonna who's gonna rant, yeah, yeah, it's, it's gonna be you. Yeah, so. fair enough. All right, 
even no. though I had Watchmen in both my lists before I figured out that this was network only. Well, Watchmen is coming up in October, so you got to save some stuff for us to talk about. There's, also, there's gonna be another why episode. did you follow the rules? Right. So that's the thing. Is that <laughs> like, Tori, Tori broke the rules, and so that's why she's not. She, that's why she didn't lose. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I have. Uh, I you have. Had a, uh, you did a wonderful job, Dan. Oh, thank you, Tori. Yeah. See, so, so he had I the mean, good I, place on his list. So I have automatic the good place win. On my list. Yeah. yeah, I had the good place too. Right, yeah. but you don't have emergence, which <laughs> I've true. talked all of you into watching. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's true. Um, all right, well, congratulations to Tori and myself for for both winning the game. <laughs> yeah. Which basically Tell means me what I got to rant a, about. It was a Dustin, good, clean win. Dustin gets to rant for sixty seconds. Do you, wait, so you want me to give you the topic? Yes. Okay, <laughs> so here is here is what you're going to rant about. Um, I'll give you a moment to think about it. After after I give you the topic, but basically what I want you to do is tell us in sixty seconds what happened in Manifest last season, <laughs> just so we're all prepared when it comes back in the uh, in the spring. And this is this is a recap, courtesy of Middle Sister Wine. Middle Sister Wine, exactly. It's like I... it it's like the lady from uh, Devil Wears Prada, but poor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm assuming it's a white wine. <laughs> it is. Yes. <laughs> and I've drank the entire bottle <laughs> during right. the course of this podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Manifest, what did happen? So the beginning of Manifest, a lot of people went on a plane and then they got trapped in a wormhole of some sort and it came out five years later. So then they, you think the show is about like these people reacclimating to life, but that's not what the show is about. The show is actually about this conspiracy. It seems like it's the government and then it moves on to something else. 30 seconds. <laughs> Already. Yeah, you gotta keep going. Faster. In, In the, the end, season. the little kid figures out the little the son figures out that it has something to do with a game board and uh, numbers and symbols and oh my god i don't even remember what happened in the very end except for how very very stupid it was um, was the kid on the plane he was he had cancer but when he got off the plane they had developed the technology to cure his cancer and that's 60 seconds thank you that's all i need <laughs> wait a game board yeah, what was that part? I was going to ask, but I don't. I don't game? remember exactly. He, he, there was like um a, a game board, and then he figured it out from the symbols on the game board what was going on. Like but Monopoly. No. <laughs> game like electronic or like a or like a, a board physical, game. Yeah, I think it was a game, a board game that he invented. Okay, so like Ouija tarot, but. Something like that. Weird. You know what? I think I think what we should do is uh, when when Manifest is about to come back, we're going to revisit this, and Dustin will give us a real in-depth yes uh, preview Absolutely. of uh, of what happened in the first season, so we can all go into Manifest. I'll fresh review my own recap, two. so I can yeah. figure out. <laughs> um, all right, I think that's our show. We actually went longer than we are hoping to in the future, although I don't know how it'll cut down. Maybe, maybe it'll cut down. They will be shorter episodes in the future, people. Yeah, this is not, it's not always going to be this long. We're not always going to talk for, for 
however long this episode is, but it's like an hour right now. Oh no, um, it's a fall preview though. Come on, yeah, yeah. So that's why that's why it's a it's a double it's a double episode. It's a bonus two two episodes in one. Um, you get and to hear no all train of our, came by. I all of our lovely. Vo- oh, we don't have a train. Well, we gotta wait for the Do we train. We have to keep going until we get a train. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I have to open that second bottle of (laughs) Middle Sister. I only bought Uh, one. All right, you guys have anything else uh, you want to say before we go? God, no. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a good place to end it. All right, uh, we'll see you next week when we talk about something else, but it's TV related. Uh, Fear the Walking uh, Dead. Oh, yeah, maybe Fear the Walking Dead. I don't know. Um, Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.